Sorry, I just got to clear my throat. Uh, hi, and uh, welcome back to another episode of Ghoul Talk. Uh, Lindsay, are you there? Hello. Oh, it's the TV. <laughs> the TV people. Oh, God. No, it's me. Oh. oh, was your, you had a little thing in your throat too? I mean, I have a lot of stuff in my face right now. It's not wise. So apologies for my gross sounding voice, but yeah, I'm here, man. Yeah, you are here. You got a little ectoplasm in your throat? Ectoplasm, that's right. Wow, you must yeah. have passed through some serious supernatural stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, to get here, that's right. Yeah. All for, all for the fans, you know. <laughs> you fought your way back out. Guys, right. mm-hmm. it's uh, it's September. You know what that means. Mm-hmm. It's officially mm-hmm. fall. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not if you talk to a scientist, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, Boring. it's fucking Halloween time. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. So we're back. <laughs> <laughs> this might become a podcast that just runs like you know limited limited Special series dish. during the yeah. the mm-hmm. holiday season that's and that's right. fine it's so highly produced you know we have to like it does take uh, reserve our, we're yeah. recording this in may uh yes we're starting to get recording mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so just yeah. fyi if any of the references we make seem out of date that's why mm-hmm. yep <laughs> yeah we plan ahead and uh you know really put a lot of work into the to the pod to get it good for Halloween. That's yeah. exactly what, what happens. Uh-huh. Johnny podcast over here. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's good to be yeah. back. I got a chair with a back in the studio <laughs> now, so I don't have to uh, I don't have to get any core exercise while we're doing this. So that's where all of our money's going, huh? Mm-hmm. Getting you some fancy good. Well good. Yeah. That's good. Lumbar support Treat is yourself, important you for podcasting. I always say. Yeah. For sure. Uh yeah, it's good to be back. What's what's new with you? Uh, just really hyped for Halloween, man. Me so too. excited. Me too. I'm really excited for the weather to follow suit. Cause <laughs> yeah. Hot AF right now. Uh, but, yeah, I'm um, I'm so jazzed. I love fall. Yeah. Uh, my... Summer. I just feel like the summer's really dragged on. Yes. It, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the year's gone by quick, but the summer has been a real fucking slog. Um, my older child has been painting uh, pumpkins, little pumpkin oh. pictures. It's very great. She's very excited <laughs> mm-hmm. about it. Uh, you know, really helps me. Oh, like me painting stay pumpkins on paper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like draw, like drawing yeah. and painting pictures oh, of pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. did our first monster mash on September first. Uh, <laughs> crank that on the stereo. Did you like nice. to wake everyone else up in the <laughs> yeah. house? You just like turn it up full. Five thirty in the morning. <laughs> every speaker. <laughs> you were awake all night setting it yeah. up. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, yeah, it's great, man. And I went yeah. to the farmer's market last week, and the peaches are starting to dwindle, and the apples are starting to come in. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, you felt the freak coming out. You know it. Ready to... Well, I, I felt I felt for you. I thought of you yesterday because I uh, you know, we didn't really have much food in the house. We had a couple apples, and I was like, oh, sweet. This would be a perfect snack. Cut that shit. It was mealy. Uh, so mealy. No. But I ate a few pieces anyway because I just wanted a little taste of that apple, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. I've nah. been really staying away from Sad. them. I really, I, like, in the summer, I try to just get whatever is, no. like, on sale seasonally. Yep. So I'm yep. really, I am looking forward to, to it. it, man. Mm-hmm. And my orchard yep. from last year still has the crazy price of one ninety nine a pound. Oh boy! So it's okay. pretty, pretty okay. great. Yeah. Apple time. Yeah, Got buddy, it. it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Be patient. Uh, can't it's wait to buy my here. first half bush. It's short for bushel. Um, <laughs> gonna be pretty great. How many are in a half a bushel? Dude, I don't know. It's just like a big ass box. Um, I mean, it just depends on the size, and it doesn't really have a poundage. It's, the bushel's just no. A it, it's box. it's just like it's the size of the container, and however many fit in there is how many you get. <laughs> oh man! Nice. Oh god! I can't wait. It's gonna be good. Um, well, we're we're willing it to happen by this uh, podcast out. You know. It's, I hope so, man. I yeah. Fucking done with this weather. It's like this, it's like the secret. You know, the more we do this. The more fall will come. I'm not going to cut my grass until it stops growing. I'll cut it one last time. I cannot wait. I'm going right. m- to put the mulch bag on. I'm going to collect it all and throw it in a fire pit. I'm going to dig a fire pit and just sit yeah. out there and roast marshmallows. And, mm-hmm. uh, God, yep. it's going to be so In 90 good. degree heat, doesn't matter. Yep. Will it to come, man. Yep. Will it to come. Put on some flannel, sweat it out. Speaking yes. of 90 degree heat, this episode is mm. sponsored by, uh, well, I guess not technically sponsored by, but certainly brought to you by Yorkshire tea, which I am oh. drinking iced. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, I had mm. some tea the other day because I'm like, you know, gross right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I, you know, the thing when you have like, I have PG tips, like whole box of PG tips that I got Hell, toward yeah. the end of the uh, end of the spring last year. So didn't haven't really had any this summer. Oh, wait. And, does this uh, mean that we're in some sort of gang war? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Over Just tea. checking. Yeah, because yeah. you're a PG Tips guy. I mean, why do you I'm think I brought Berkshire it up? Red. Yeah. Got my red <laughs> bandana on right now. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Let's. And you've got the green. I <laughs> no, guess no. green, let's white, and red clear. for PG Tips. Uh, <laughs> let's steer clear. We both have orange and black ones for Halloween mm-hmm. because we're on the we're on the same team. No, okay. but I did that thing where I like. I left the black, it was black tea, you know, so I left it in there for too long. Oh, and it got like, yeah. it got over caffeinated to that point where you feel kind of nauseated. Shitty. Yeah. I did that the other I day. I messed too. it up. It was awful. I played myself. Yeah. And it doesn't it taste good good. either. You get too many tannins yeah. in there. I don't mind the tannins, but Dan you're right. tannins. Tan, Dan tannins. Not what they call me because I don't like them. <laughs> so don't even oh, come on, Dan. Think about it. Be a sport. <laughs> no. No. All righty. Well. Wow, yeah. so we did a little apple freak in tea time. Man, we were just like, hey, man. we're back. You got to get the back greatest tits in. in. The zone. <laughs> in the zone. Yeah, these are just little previews because, you know, we're like here for this limited dish at least. Here for the beer. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we also put a kegerator in the Ghoul Talk studio. But because oh, it's cool. me, it's there's it's two taps and one is iced tea and the other one is kombucha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for my tom-tom. <laughs> <laughs> Rager. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, man. It's well, so wild, we, man. So wild. Should we cut the shit and uh, let's cut the give shit. the fans what they yeah. want? This hot tent uh-huh. that they came here uh-huh. for. Well, we should tell them, you know, for this limited edition, just like we did last year, and I think the year before when we launched this baby. Probably. Um, Wait, is this our third year? No, I think it is. Mm. I think of our like special edition Halloween. Yeah, stuff. anniversary is probably coming up, I guess. Yeah. We, we started this right around Ween time. Mm-hmm. We sure did. So last year we did a movie series, and guess what? It's back. Oh. We'll talk Surprise. movie club yeah. for Halloween. Yeah. Get your yeah. popcorn out. Mm-hmm. And put it in a ball and make popcorn balls. That's a really good fall treat. All right. Yeah. Excellent yeah. tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> wow. You know, melt some caramel or whatever. That's what they're here for. Make, make a ball. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, we were doing this movie club and we were discussing, you know, which ones should we do this time, huh? And, and we, we realized. Yeah, I couldn't we hadn't believe done. That we hadn't done this. Couldn't, one. couldn't believe it. Well, I don't know. We're like, we're, we're like, te- we're like kind of leading up to it as if they don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're yeah. listening to this podcast and it's probably the title of the episode. <laughs> so. But they don't know Whatever. which one it is. They probably think it's the reboot, which is Oof. probably fine. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, and I like, yeah. oh my God, what's that guy's name? Oh, Ron Livingston. Is he in it? Yes. No, Isn't I thought he? it was the guy. <laughs> the, the, I thought it I was that guy who just won an as- Oscar. The, 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 oh, the Casey Affleck? No, 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 no. Okay, I'll look it up. Never mind. Let's forget no, about I'll it. I'll look it up right now. You just keep talking. I'll look it up. Um, I know it had What's Her Face in it, who we love. Uh, yeah, right. Rosemary DeWitt. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And she's married to him in real life, which is like, no. if they ever break up, I just don't know what I'll do with myself. Um, I won't care because I don't know them, but I'll feel bad. That it didn't work. Uh, my phone is like 800 years old, so it's loading. It's loading. Cool, cool, cool. But I'm pretty sure it's Ron Livingston, which I realized, like, how cool for him. Oh, shit. I'm wrong. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Uh, <laughs> yes, Sam Rockwell. Thank you. Because I, I love him. Sorry, he's guys. great. I think he's Sorry. just oh, a great actor. Too. But I, I love him, too, but I mm-hmm. hated that movie. Oh, you've it. seen it. Ah, Three Billboards was like, oh, so bad. Oh, that movie. I, I thought. Oh, that's yeah. what he won the Oscar. That's what he won. The Oscar I thought you meant the Poltergeist remake. Um, oh no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I've yeah. not seen it. Okay. Ooh, Sam Rockwell, huh? Well, anyway, well, there I'm it sorry, is. Guys. We're doing Poltergeist. <laughs> We're doing Poltergeist, but the weirdest old reveal um, ever. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. True to form. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Sam Rockwell, but Rosemary DeWitt is married to Ron Livingston in real life, and I got all excited. Yeah, isn't wow. it like such a great couple? Office I got excited space. because I was like, "Oh shit, Ron Livingston is in Poltergeist 2015." He's not. Nope. But I thought he was, <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, cool," because he's also in The Conjuring, and uh-huh. it's like, "What if Ron Livingston is one of the tropes that we track too?" Uh-huh. Because he's like a horror guy, but sure, he's not. Sure. So never mind. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Well, speaking of okay. the of the tropes, I'm gonna um let me get out. Let me just uh clean off this dust off this record, and then I can just drop the needle really quick right about now. Wow. We're ghosts. I love a good ghost story as much as the next fellow. Ah, it's good to hear the Reverend's voice again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I'm not much of a religious man, but that guy, he really spoke to me. Makes me see God. 
Huh? And a qu- <laughs> makes me see God. I'm just kidding. I'm not religious either. Okay. Uh, but Ooh, quick weird. plug for Outlander. It's starting in November. So yeah. once Halloween's over and you're like just totally wrecked and you're just sad horny and, and you want to watch like a yeah. <laughs> romance novel television adaptation. Then it's back, baby, in November. But what season anyway. is it now? Four? Or Four. Five? Okay. Yeah. So I've only missed Four. one. Well, and you know what? To be honest, there are only a couple episodes I would recommend for the season. Can you make me a was... super cut? Like make a 90-minute feature-length movie for me? <laughs> Just of boning time? scenes? Because yeah. there are yes. a lot in if, this Are there 90 a... minutes worth of those this season? That's pretty good. Uh, No. Oh. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know, man. They really like what Season I two was a real it. dry spell. Yeah, you know? it was a dry spell. And what I heard was like all the people that like that show were like, what is wrong with you? Why do you think we're here? Let's not play. Let's do it. And Sing season three was like last that is gone. <laughs> <laughs> right. So season three was like, yeah, a lot of sex scenes. But good, I don't good, know good. what they're doing with season four. Anyway, whatever. Yep. That's yep. not why we're here. Just wanted to let the let the fans know because there's a lot of crossover. You know. Crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, sure. we still gotta mm-hmm. tip our cap to the old Castle Lingus. We uh, sure. You know, this is still. We I, wouldn't be here without it. I still record in the Castle Ingus Memorial Studios. So. <laughs> That's right. Um, Little plaque outside. Mm-hmm, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And you know what? Like, I stand by that episode structure. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it, it, it it makes sense. But TV show in the front, yeah. ghost stories in the back. That's right, baby. That's right. A special kind of mullet. Mm-hmm. But this is, you know, this is just, just the goods. I think people really, really like that. Yeah, this the is ghost, just the, the sex scenes from Outlander, basically. That's right. This is the supercut. Movement to movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm for that. Okay. Hmm. I saw uh, just a weird aside because God mm. knows we like to promise that we're getting to the content and then uh, uh-huh. <laughs> not do it for a while. This, uh, you know what? This is the content. Let's be real. Right? I checked our stats, no, you know, uh-huh. since we've been Ooh. on this long hiatus. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. man, we have a lot of listeners in California. Oh. Uh, really? The last episode, by the way, where Hollywood. we talked about, which was another movie club, uh, so I guess people mm-hmm. like these uh, mm-hmm. to some extent. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's uh, not get ahead of That was a hot one, man. That was I, one of the one of the biggest uh, yet. You know, Ooh. three people. Oh. Um, so oh, not whoa. just getting. Whoa. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, but we were. and Mike's mom. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me listening to it several hundred times. <laughs> but a lot of them were in California, and I don't remember wow. the specific city uh, mm-hmm. that had the highest number, but it was fairly uh, interesting, I thought. Pretty sure it was Hollywood. L.A., you know? baby. <laughs> L.A. Central. <laughs> no, uh, it was probably no. the creepy towns in the northern northern California. Corona, like. California. And <laughs> we had a couple in oh. L.A., too, but Corona was like... Okay. It, I, Corona is our top city, I think, Corona. of all time. Ooh. Uh, so shout yes. out to them. Yes. Okay, um, cool. Well, we love you. Thanks. And speaking of... Uh, all the bots and Corona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah, to see how corona. close Corona is to Orange County to do a seamless uh, segue into talking about... Oh, it's not very oh, close. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> no, it's not too far. I mean, it's, you know, whatever. Anyway, it... speaking of Southern okay. California... Yeah. Ooh, Poltergeist yeah. is set in Orange County, California, and uh, a very good uh, segue. Um, <laughs> strong, strong. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's what we're yeah. about to talk about today. 
Well, I'm just glad that you recommended Poltergeist because I've seen it, of course. Um, I love to watch it. Yeah, and you know, I've only seen it maybe twice ever, aside from really. So three times. (laughs) Don't call me a liar. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, about this. About this. About this. Um, Special announcement breaking. We are looking for a new co-host on Ghoul Talk. Oh, Someone I'd who's like seen see Poltergeist try. more. I would like to see you try, Danny. Hey, real. Just kidding. You could Truth do this it. without me. Let's be, let's be honest. I'm uh, nothing but window dressing. Breaking my heart. Um, no, but, you know, I like, I, uh, I remember being scared of it and whatever, but I don't remember a ton about it. And it was just... So what, what did you? Overall, how old did was, you say? How old you were? Sorry, like you were oh, young when, I when saw you saw it before. It the first time? Yeah, I was young the first time, and then the second time probably sometime in my twenties. Those long ago days. Just kidding, not that old. Um, and then this one, yeah. So probably once every ten years or whatever. <laughs> no, oh man, I um, so I saw this movie for the first time. I was probably eight. Ooh, ooh. Uh, I'm trying to remember Daniel. Like what other God. context clues. Yeah. Uh, I know I was in the attic, which as Eagle Eye oh, listeners God. know, was a pretty Daniel. spooky place. But that was like yeah. our TV room on the other, like the ooh. other half of it, um, away from where the loom half was. And You're it giving was that like, little boy some ideas with that static, you know? Yeah, I mean, if it was a, a bogger, he was there. like, well, Jesus. nobody's afraid of now. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was like summer i know it was summer i i feel like we had gone to the pool that day um mm. it was hot it was like probably stormy outside uh and i was like playing with like blocks or something and we wanted to watch a movie and we'd gone to the errols uh which is a video rental store for you yes. millennials out there um <laughs> in college park mm-hmm. and um we had for some reason gotten this movie and my you know my brother's only two years older um, mm-hmm. so I don't know why we were allowed to get this movie or watch it. I don't know if my yeah. mom was the one that wanted to watch it and was like, here you go, dummies. Like, it's scary outside, <laughs> so I'm going to put this yeah. on. Maybe you won't be so freaked out about the thunderstorm. But, like, I remember there was a big cardboard box, and I remember at times just crawling in it and, like, hiding oh. so I could only oh hear the God. movie. Um, but, yeah, Sorry, like, so really, yeah. really, really, really made an impression, you know, like, seeing mm-hmm. it at such a young age. Um, no doubt fuck me up real good <laughs> yeah but uh but cool. still love it to this day like and now Ooh. when i watch it uh i will say this too it's got like a really good score um mm-hmm. and like i forget about it i'm like a film score you know i'm one of those obnoxious people that gets really mm-hmm. into that um <laughs> and i you know i i talk and think a lot about john williams and david arnold and michael giacchino and howard uh-huh. shore but I don't ever, sure. I, I like had to look up the name of the guy that did this, Jerry Goldsmith. It's really good. I mean, it's like a very Spielbergian, you know, like the whole movie, I know he's the producer and maybe had like some sort of indirect directorial oversight. Um, he wanted to direct it, but like couldn't because of his ET contract. So he. Yeah, which was fascinating. Mm-hmm. And then there was, was all this bullshit, you know, like shitting on the shitting on the director, basically saying like, no, no, it's too good. Spielberg definitely directed it. Like, you know, like, which is really kind of crappy. And I think they both said like, no, like, you know, like, of course he was involved. He was a producer and everything, but like, you know, um, whatever. But so the, I think the composer did a really good job, not of mimicking Williams, but like, I don't know. It's just a very, like, it's a, it's a really good Spielberg movie score, you know? And like, mm-hmm. like very emotional and like really tells you what you're supposed to be feeling 
to the extent mm-hmm. that like you could probably watch this movie with all the dialogue and sound effects cut off like just the the pictures with the score and it would mm-hmm. you would still probably feel a lot of the same stuff which is cool like i really yeah. appreciate movies like yeah. that um yeah no I, I wonder yeah it's it's something that i hadn't appreciated about this movie before was like just more than anything like more than feeling scared or any of that was that it just felt heartbreaking that yeah. this child oh my god like got taken away i mean it was yeah i really and i i don't have kids i like kids but i'm not gonna have them myself probably but i just i got really swept up in that like the yeah. parts that really got me were the parts where like when she gets taken mm-hmm. the little girl gets taken that's the part that like really really hit me and i think it it made it a different kind of movie for me than yeah it's remembering very, it as a ghost story it's, that's yeah that's kind of the magic of spielberg right like mm-hmm. Because there's all that family stuff and, like, the little mm-hmm. scenes of, like, the kids, like, being little dicks to each other at breakfast and, like, it, it mm-hmm. very, like, E.T., you know, yeah. like, where the kids are bickering and shit. But then, like, it's not yeah, he's really good important with kids. to the story. But, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. I don't – I think as a parent, um, the first time I watched this after having kids, I think, was, like, maybe 2015 or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, really, like – between that and the score and just my general like as i've aged i tend to get i i my emotional reaction to good movies is like stronger Mm -hmm. like i'll cry at the end of back to the future 3 which is the most ridiculous ending of any (laughs) movie but like Uh the score like there's just something about Mm -hmm. the way that the score like peaks and like Mm -hmm. you know whatever and this movie is very much the same like where Mm -hmm. it's i love this movie and it's still very scary and like whatever and it's just really it's just a really good movie um, yeah, I think it had three Academy Award nominations. I don't know if it won any. Should have looked that up. But yeah, it, like I don't think it did. I did look that up. Yeah, yeah and that's I was bullshit. Like, <laughs> to me, it's kind of like this movie makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, it's a, a ghost story, and I think um, you know a lot of times critics won't take these kind of movies seriously in the same way they take other right, dramas. Right. But this yeah. was a family drama more than anything. I and mean, there were the ghost That's story why Back to the Future didn't win the best picture. Bit. Just putting it out right. there. Which it would right, have. Right, it would right. have. But but it was like a sci fi kind of comedy mm-hmm. and like and that kind of movie yeah. can't win an Oscar for Best Picture. So they right, got best is... screenplay or whatever instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Right. And now they're doing that like popular category, which is so dorky and weird. Yeah. I don't know why they Yeah, I don't, know. Um, I don't know. Well it's so they can other movies like Black Panther instead of just giving Black Panther the Oscar because it right. was a great movie, right, right. you know. Anyway, we don't need to get into it, but... Um, There's always yeah, the Spike no, Guy's Choice Awards for that. That's the, the that's the, the one everyone wants. The Skugka Spike Guy's Choice Awards. Oh, yeah, sure. That's right, that's right. I love that awards show. It's mm. great. Um, yeah, no, I, I was really into it, too, and I, re- I didn't realize this is how, like, disconnected from the movie, I guess, I was I didn't realize that Steven Spielberg had anything to do with it so that oh, changed it for me a lot like because it was like oh the family stuff is really Spielbergian yeah, and the yeah. like the comedy in it like there's a right. lot of really funny parts right. um, yeah with the remote control and the neighbor how they're like which I didn't quite understand how that works. It must be an 80s thing. <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of dumb. But like, <laughs> but that part was, that whole part was funny because they're trying, you know, obviously building the, the scene that like there yeah, are some it's the suburbs, weird. You know, it's just... Yeah. 
Well, that and like there's like electrical charges that could explain sure, you know, sure, sure. some of the things. Um, yeah. Did you notice in that scene? This is an aside, but I thought it was really funny. So the part where the guy is like riding the bike with all the beer and the kids like fuck him up, which, by the way, would oh, never yeah. happen now yeah. because that man would sue those children. And, you know, right. Uh, but it was such a funny and cute scene. And he goes in, he leaves all the beer outside and runs in with like two spraying cans. But when the the screen changes for the first time and it turns to Mr. Rogers, one of the guys is like, who the hell is this guy? Right. That seems very (laughs) unbelievable for 1982 that no one would know who he was. But it really cracked me up because it was just like, well, some guy without kids, he might not be paying attention. You know, that shit was like, this guy ain't football. So that happened in the remote control war thing. I was like, (laughs) is this a comedy? (laughs) I mean, it is. It does. It has a lot. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. parents like smoking their pot and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I yeah. loved the scene with the parents like, like before showing the shit them. Hits the fan. Yeah, when they're showing them like in love was yeah. really cute. It's that nice was really cute too because it's like you know obviously when things get intense later you see them really strung out and intense but it, it kind of sets mm-hmm. up that like they're actually very like laid back parents who like had kids mm-hmm. young and like you know mm-hmm. they kind of go with the flow so they're not just like I don't know like antsy parents like. It, yeah. It's a very, you know, it's interesting to sort of see the, the they do a lot of really good character setup and development early on so mm-hmm. that you know who these people are before crazy shit happens. Right. So that it's like more affecting to see how they react to the crazy shit that happens in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I thought that was just good me, too. But for me, like, that, that Steven Spielberg, like, he, he knows how to, you know, like write and make, a, make, make a, movie. a movie. Yeah. He's pretty good at that. There, there might be something to I this I don't want to, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't want to say huh. anything controversial. But, and again, you know, I, I know he didn't end up directing, but he had like a very heavy, you mm-hmm. know, helped write it and, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It was, uh, I think actually he wanted it to be Aliens and the, the guy that ended up directing it, which I should know his name. Um, Toby Hooper. Yes. I wrote it down. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. He he was the one that was like, what if we did ghosts? Like, and yeah, kind which of like he's right. Yeah. Right. So like very fruitful collabo, was... you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very good. Very good. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah the other should... thing just. Oh. oh, no, just real fast with the, yeah. the parents thing. The other thing I really liked about it is that like so many horror movies nowadays when there are parents, they try to kind of like separate them or like make it seem like an allegory about like right relationships or like the destructive yeah, there's always got to be some tension like they they're, but they're yeah they're on the but verge of divorce is... or like the mm-hmm. husband's a shithead or or one right. of them is like maybe the villain like maybe one of them is evil <laughs> right None this of that was shit. just so much more i don't know it was like maybe it was more relatable for like because I was born in 82, right? So this was this came out in 82, right? So it felt mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. familiar that way, which, like, my parents did end up getting divorced. But, you know, at the time, yeah, like, I don't know. There was something really nice about that not being a conflict. Yeah. It didn't simplify the movie or make it, like, um, overly saccharine or anything. It just, the dynamic of it was really interesting, I think, compared to the way those kind of movies now, Right, I feel like. right. Yeah. yeah, and even actually, that's fairly unique for like a a, a Spielbergian kind of movie because most of their movies have, uh, most of his movies rather that have kids in them at, at at all. Like there there is a thing with the parents because his parents 
I think, divorced and stuff. So like, you know, mm-hmm. E.T. and, and Close Encounters, mm-hmm. there's tension with parents and mm-hmm. not most of it. But, you know, like there there's definitely mm-hmm. this through line of, of that. I watched that Spielberg documentary like six months ago and I'm barely remembering oh. <laughs> this, this I haven't tidbit. Seen it. I didn't know it came out. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. Well, actually, I guess I saw it through like HBO now. It's pretty good. I kind of put it on as like a background thing. And I was like, I don't really need to watch this. But it was actually, I, there are a lot of movies of his that I haven't seen. And I was like, damn, man, like it's pretty legit. Yeah. Like, There's uh, a ton I haven't seen of his. Yeah. Well, Spielberg guy's like, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And some, yeah, Spielberg, he's, there's something to him. Well, and like, you know, sometimes the parental conflict stuff really works. I just, yeah, I thought it was yeah. like, oh, I wasn't expecting it to be the way it was, I guess. So right. I really, right, right, right. I really liked that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Real fast, two quick questions just about the family that I didn't quite get. Sure. Is the teenager her kid or is teenager his kid? Ooh, I don't know. Because because of the ages? Yes. Right, because she so would have been like 16 when she had her. Yes, yeah. I don't know. Right, I, don't know. I just assumed it was like they're like young is... kids and they got she, he knocked her up in high school or, you know. But, like, yeah, because everything I read was that, like, Dana was her child as well, which I was like, oh, my God, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. But I was kind of like, wait a minute. He said at one point that yeah, she was she's 31. she's 32. Or, yeah, right. And, or, yeah. And or that Dana's 16, 16. And I was yeah. like, shit. Okay. Well. Hey, they, yeah. likes, they likes to party. I mean, and they were like, you know, they were both so hot. Yeah. Like, both oh, of yeah, those yeah, actors. yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I was thinking I mean, that the whole time. Like, damn. I think, I think Coach, I mean, I've always thought Coach. Hot. and I we watched coach religiously uh, when yeah. I was a kid Cram um, tea. but damn coach looks good and that woman she is gorgeous uh, yeah. I just I totally I hadn't really thought, yeah yeah well the uh. other stuff too I hadn't remembered like or maybe it's just watching it as a 35 year old woman but like mm. the little girl <laughs> I remember her being creepy when I was a kid and she's totally not like she's so cute and like the way she plays it is she's very great sweet and not creepy you know all the all the kid actors are really good yeah i mean really the, good the little boy yeah. actor too i mean that guy carries a ton of weight yeah because he there does. are so many you know those kind of spielbergian reaction shots yeah and, and some of them i say reaction but it's like you see their faces before you see the thing they're looking at and uh-huh. he just kills it on all of those i mean it yeah. is that's hard to to do i think even for like adult actors mm-hmm. um and he, i mean oh my god uh, yeah yeah, yeah. I forgot good. how much weight he carried in that movie. Like I forgot he was in it that much. But Oliver yeah. Robbins is the name of that actor. Oliver yeah. Robbins. Like good when for the him. there's especially the scene right after the tornado kind of comes through and like uh, takes the tree. the tree and everything, and he's he's like back in the room and like watches Carol Ann go missing or whatever I think, and mm-hmm. and oh uh, man, yeah, he uh, just so good. I mean, and and every other scene too. But yeah, I mean, that was yeah. the first one where I was like, man, fuck this kid should have an academy award <laughs> like mm-hmm. this is an outrage everyone in this movie should have a fucking oscar <laughs> that's um, right yeah no they they all did a great job yeah you know yes I, I agree with that i you brought up really quickly with the tornado and i like i was expecting the special effects to be hokier overall they're pretty good I think. Yeah, they hold up pretty well. Except for the tree. (laughs) Except for the tree. Like, the tree setting up the tree was really scary. scary. (laughs) Yeah, like, look, of course. Looking at it through the window was like, oh, yeah, this is good and effective. Um, But when it came through the window, that was the only Uh, part I was like, nah, (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah, but but what a scary 
conceptual yeah. thing. Like of that, course. it's pretty that good. The tree's eating you while it's like distracting it, so they can steal your little sister. Ooh. Yeah, that's the yeah. most interesting thing that I, I guess, I hadn't thought about until watching it with a critical eye for the podcast. Mm. The sure. idea yeah. that like, oh shit, like these. The, well, I guess so. Sorry. So I guess we should take it back. I had a couple of like mm. more backgroundy things. Oh the, yeah. The title of the movie, Poltergeist. Would you say that that is a misnomer? Because yes. the right, like the activity they're experiencing, and and I guess it, to me it's unclear. So in the beginning, when they're just having like things move around, and like the mom, you know, they do like the sliding the chair across the floor demonstration. Yeah. Great. It, it, but, there yeah. are there are we know that there are several spirits in the house, and mm-hmm. one of them, the beast, is very malevolent, and I would say more of a more of a demon. Um, mm-hmm. And that and that sort of gets built upon for the sequels. But in this movie, you know, we don't know if that's what was intended or not. But are the other ones the ones that are doing the playful stuff and then the demons just doing all the other stuff? Or is he setting up the playful stuff? Because later in the movie, uh, Tangina is like, oh, the demon like to Carol Ann is just a child to her and like says things that only kids Mm -hmm. can understand. And so Mm -hmm. is the demon doing the playful stuff? Is the demon the only one that does anything really tangible that we can see? And the other ghosts are just sort of there and they're hostile and they're angry. And Carol Ann interacts with them once she's been taken over and she talks to them through the TV, but like, but no Mm -hmm. one else really sees any, like that's what I, I've never quite, gotten that and i would love to get toby hooper on to talk about yeah it. yeah um, let's call toby maybe he's in corona you know maybe yeah. somebody in corona can hook us up with toby maybe. um I, my impression with that was that the like the amount of ghost activity was from all of them, all of them being just there like off. just moving stuff around yeah like the things flying there. around in the kids room mm-hmm. later that that does seem like yeah. it's every, well, all of even, them going buck wild you know like yeah they're all going buck wild and then okay. the beast was just yeah trying to, to grab her but it is one of my favorite horror movie tropes the idea of like a child that isn't a child mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so this demon like appearing to her as a child but isn't that's so like <laughs> we haven't gotten such a good through this much that much of this movie yet but i do have Mm -hmm. to say like i don't know if we'll get to it this halloween season but man Mm -hmm. poltergeist 2 i saw that really young too like probably probably right after we saw this i saw that Ooh, Mm -hmm. that fucked me up that scary you know so the well anyway i haven't seen it oh it's actually i think really good i think the third one's kind of a dud from what i remember Mm -hmm. like i haven't Mm -hmm. i haven't rewatched it much as an adult because Mm -hmm. i just i think even as a kid you know, Craig T. Nelson wasn't in it. It was like a different Carol Ann, like goes to live with a different family. And yeah, I read it. the synopsis and yes. I was like, see, that doesn't it said most that, of it like, takes place in like a high rise. Like, yeah, they moved her to like her aunt's house. Yeah. And it was like there it's was some discussion that they moved three, her there to New York. You know, like it's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, because they, they didn't want her in the house anymore. And I was like, no, nah, that doesn't that doesn't. Fit, yeah, that like, wouldn't the family, the family wouldn't do that. No. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, the second one's I okay. think really good and scary. It just came on okay. Amazon uh, Prime, I think. So I'm gonna Ooh. watch that okay. probably sometime, and we can talk about it next year or whatever. But it, it's good. Recommend if you watch the okay. first one for because you're listening to this podcast, check out the sequel, and then you'll be yeah, ready. I haven't. Maybe I will. About it. Maybe um, I will. Um, I mean, yeah. it's obvious. We... It, anytime they franchise something, it, it's kind of like, you know. It, they're making the because there wasn't a sequel plan so they there's like a little bit of an effort to like kind of tie it to the first movie but i think it does it pretty well and 
hmm. everything. Okay. I, I like the concept of the beast and like all that stuff. Very scary. Um, okay. Well, so. maybe. Yeah, I will. I'll watch it. But I can't imagine how that would work. So I'm interested mm. to. It's probably a bit of a stretch, see. but there are definitely like, yeah. the, the yeah. imagery of it. And maybe it's mm-hmm. because I saw it as a kid. You know how like you think movies are yeah. better that you saw as a kid. Oh, for sure. Um, I thought Ghostbusters 2 was better than Ghostbusters for a long time. Because <laughs> that's the first one I yeah, saw when I was right, a kid and I loved right. it. I mean, I still like it. Yeah. I still I, think it's good. Me too. But, I watched like yeah. the first half hour of it like probably mm-hmm. a month ago. I just couldn't figure out what to watch. And it was on Netflix at the time. And I was like, yeah, fuck nice. it. Yeah, throw this on, fall this asleep for a little bit. You know. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Um, so one other quick uh, family question thing sure, that I wondered sure. about. Well, two actually. Nope. What is the dog? What you is the one. dog's name? Did you notice that? Uh, I don't know. It was so <laughs> weird when the dog started digging up the dead bird and the flower yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. She called him like the weirdest name, and I don't know what it was it was like e-fish or something it was super weird anyway gotta find that answer the other one that i noticed you know the part where they're like pot smoking and she's like rolling the joint and he's reading a reagan book and she starts to tell e-buzz yeah the letter e yeah buzz it's a from a saturday night live skit oh okay well then all right Cool. <laughs> I was in the yeah sure it must topical. have been like oh yeah top of 82 no the part where they're like rolling joints and um she's telling him the story of how she slept slept walk as a kid or sleepwalk oh and, right 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 um and how she was in some guy's car yeah it was like a <laughs> the, kidnapping the... that story was crazy yeah. he was barely <laughs> listening to her and yeah. I was like wait this poor kid, like, <laughs> you know, the cops were, like, beating him, and it's like, yeah, that's oh pretty fucking crazy, uh, man. Yeah, like, wait, can we talk more about that? Yeah, it was just such a funny and weird, weird scene, like, definitely of an era that that wouldn't have been more of a, a worry, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, um, yeah, so question for you again. So and I, I admittedly I was like a little distracted when I was watching this. I kept like getting up to get LaCroix and whatever, uh, mm-hmm. eat my snacks, make some popcorn. Um, so after Carolyn gets taken away and they kind of like jump cut to him with a group of psychics at a university, right. which does that happen? Mm, parapsychologists. Yeah, parapsychologists. They work for a university. UC Irving, they? baby. Sure, sure. Okay. Is that close to Corona? I don't know. Uh, maybe it could it be. be. Um, so they go straight from that to psychics. Like, they haven't called the cops. They haven't done... Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, what are you no, going to tell the cops? I was curious if I missed something. Because no, no. when he's telling them, he's like, we don't want the cops involved. And I'm like, but your kid's gone. Like, right, right. I guess they, I mean, they know, they know because the chair moved around and shit and the TV yeah. people and whatever that. So yeah. I, so, so here's an interesting thing to me. So the movie opens on this scene and they all have fallen asleep in front of the TV or whatever the dad has. And that's a good so scene. So it switches yeah. to static after the national anthem plays, which is yeah. a thing that used to happen before TV was just yeah. on all the time. Yeah, such a good, yeah. Um, that's so interesting. Kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's interesting to me because that is is pretty spooky. They find her talking mm-hmm. to the TV. Mm-hmm. The second night, which is when the ghosts arrive, you know, they, they shoot yeah. at the TV and, and mm-hmm. the little girl says, they're here, which is really mm-hmm. scary. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for me to believe that after the first night had occurred, that they wouldn't have like made sure to turn the TV off that night. Like I would have <laughs> yeah. probably gotten rid of the TV. Like yes. you know what I mean. Like I would have unplugged it and like packed it up in the basement at the very I least, because that shit would have yeah. been so scary. And then yes. they're just kind of like, okay, well, we'll just do it again. And like, and then she says, and they they're fall here. asleep with it. Yeah. I've, and the mom yeah. is like asking her about it the next morning, very mm-hmm. chill. Like, what did you mean by that? And like, I mean, obviously a little rattled, yeah. but, but that yeah. leads into that scene where like the older kids go to school and the mom and Carol Ann are there and they're like workers out, you know, digging the pool mm-hmm. in the house and whatever. There's like a, a bustle of activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the chairs get like pulled out and the mom's yeah. like, did you do that? And then there's this scene and I love it so much maybe my favorite scene in the movie where you I mean obviously you the audience knows something's going on because we see mm-hmm. like the ghost fly out of the tv and like the ghostly hand and stuff mm-hmm. um the mom turns around and like is doing something in the kitchen and there's you can see from the kitchen to the little dining area in the kitchen there's, a, there's an eat-in kitchen um and then the camera kind of pans back over and sees her you know and like what she can see and so she turns back after just a few seconds and the chairs are all stacked on the table and she yeah. just like screams. Her reaction mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. Uh, like they should teach it in acting school or mm-hmm. whatever. Fun fact about that scene though. I, I always thought it was really good, but it never occurred to me it was done in a single take. Oh, so shit. that was all practical. They had like a crew of oh. people just like really quickly stack the chairs Whoa. and then pan the camera back over. Um it's pretty fucking cool. badass. Like, yeah, I love that so much. I love the idea of like ghost stacking things, which is referenced uh-huh. in Ghostbusters, probably Oof. other stuff too. But it's just like, because mm-hmm. like stacking stuff isn't inherently scary, but like when you turn around mm-hmm. and a bunch of stuff is like intricately piled yep. up and you didn't fucking yep. do it, that's really fucking mm-hmm. scary, man. Yeah, like, well, oh, remember Kareen's story about like yeah, yeah, looking through the peephole and shit was stacked. Yeah, yeah, nah. That part, yeah, that that was probably the best part in the movie. That it's, and then when uh, they show the, him the things faves. that move yeah. across the floor. Right. And how because, she's all excited about it. Yeah, and I'm like, like she's obviously spent the day kind of just like yeah. the, the mom is very excited and she's just like yeah. figuring it out. And then it goes mm-hmm. so badly, you know, like. Yeah, because it's that night, isn't it? That yeah, the kids yeah. get fucked up, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. that's a great scene. Really good, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the tree thing is kind of crazy, but they, you know, the the demon a creates scene. a tornado just, somehow oh, to distract yeah. everyone. And then when Carol Ann is in the room alone, like the, you know, the everything starts getting sucked into the closet. And the practical mm-hmm. effects on that, I don't know how they did that. I mean, it's probably mm-hmm. just a lot of strings that they cleaned up later. But like when yeah. the mattresses and everything flies into the door of the closet and uh-huh. she's being pulled from the bed, that shit yeah. holds up really, really well. I yeah, mean, it's very yeah. good. Yeah. Um, oh, and that that part was heartbreaking too. She just like yeah, you know, screaming out for them. Oh my god. And they can't hear. Yeah. Her, and so did, yeah, they can't hear. Her. And did you notice too that like when all because that was it was everything holds up with that. But it, the thing that cracked me up about it when I was like in between crying, not really, I didn't cry. I never cry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was that there was like a bunch of glitter that was rolling into the closet? Did you notice that? No. <laughs> it was so funny. We're like, you know, it's obviously chaos and like there's going to be a lot of debris and all this kind of shit but there's just like a ton of glitter that's rolling on the floor and it really cracked me up because it was like well, where'd that come from and why is that 
Huh? You know, like what toy would have that glitter? But yeah. anyway, Who knows? you know, not um, not crucial to the story, but a really distracting element for me personally. Yeah. 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 So yeah, mm-hmm. she gets she gets sucked into the into the entrance to the other side, which is in the Oof. closet. Uh, mm-hmm. They they call uh, Doctor Lesh and her team from the mm-hmm. parapsychology department at UC Irving. Um, <laughs> And and they come over and start like monitoring the house. There's a really good scene that first night that they're there. It's funny because they come over and she's like, "Oh yeah, this guy once videotaped like a coin that moved yeah. an eighth of an inch over seven hours." And he's like, uh-huh. "It was pretty fucking wild." And then they open the door and all the shits flying around. Like, <laughs> yeah, the the effects in that scene don't hold up quite as well. But like, it's kind of silly. Still, it's all right. But yeah, yeah it's, it's fine. Like, it's fine. It's a great. And did you know that the guy who um, the camera operator of their team uh-huh. is um, Beyonce's stepdad. No, I he's didn't. Like, he's like, I mean, he's he's been in a bunch of stuff. Like, he's yeah, a, you know, an actor of that era, but he, like, married her mom a few years ago. She yeah, has a great Instagram him, account if you're interested. Um, but he's in it Beyonce's all the time. Because Beyonce's mom's cool, Instagram cool, account cool. is really funny. Okay. Um, and he's in it all the time. But I, I knew he looked familiar. And then I oh, was funny. Just, you know, doing doing a little Wikipedia research, kind of like yeah. our friend at Lore, you know, um, <laughs> getting real deep into that Wiki pages. <laughs> and yeah, it's that guy. That's funny. Um, mm-hmm. So that, so that, well, well I was going to talk about one thing, but that um, evening, you know, they kind of, mm-hmm. they've been there, they realize that shit's pretty crazy and um, everybody's kind of nodding off, but you know, they're taking turns staying awake and the mom and maybe the dad's there and the brother are talking to mm-hmm. Dr. Lesh. And she's like, she goes into that explanation of like, you know, some of the spirits maybe didn't cross over and they're just like sitting here and they like watch TV and they like see people and they get really jealous and like they start to mm-hmm. feel angry. And I was like, man, like this is like very good. I don't know. I just really like that explanation and it's like such a good scene. And like, mm-hmm. um, it's also like very like, sad but like scary i don't know this movie does a really good job of like balancing the emotions of, mm-hmm. well i guess fear is also an emotion but you know what i mean yeah and then of course sure. that leads into the famous face peeling scene Ooh, which you gotta I forgot about. about that oh really <laughs> yeah uh i yeah i'm curious to see if they do that in a remake i mean you kind of would have to right like i don't know um but but well, in there... this movie go ahead Part of uh, this is part of what led to the creation of the PG thirteen rating. Fun oh. fact, um, mm, uh-huh. because it didn't exist until the eighties, and it was like this Temple of Doom and some other movies that had like some pretty intense, you know, visual uh, mm-hmm. stuff that like was not for kids, but like they didn't feel like quite necessitated an R rating because I guess nobody yeah. was saying fuck. Which is stupid. <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like this Curse happened words. and they were like, okay, we got to mm-hmm. do something. Um, but fun fact, speaking of Spielberg, those are his hmm. hands because they, so oh. they built, uh, you know, this, this fake bust of the actor that played the other mm-hmm. guy. Um, mm-hmm. And it was very expensive. So they could only, they had one take you know, to like do mm-hmm. this face peeling scene. And the actor was just like, I, you know, like, I think I know what you want, but if I don't do it mm-hmm. right, like that's going to be a real yeah. problem. So yeah. Spielberg just like got in there and, and those are his arms like coming up, like from underneath the, this dummy basically peeling the face mm-hmm. off. 
Oof. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's so, cool. Anyway. And scary. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if they. You're. You talked about. You know, in the reboot, um, if they redid the face peeling scene, and I wonder too, like how they even, like with the static thing, how that's such. Of an oh, era, right. and it's such yeah. an interesting, like, important part of the movie. Unless they said it in the '80s, I don't know how they would. Right. How they do it? That you know? I would actually have been more interested in. Actually, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think they did. I think it's set in like modern times. Mm-hmm. But I, an, an a reboot of it, like set in the '80s, I think I would actually maybe like more. I don't know. May, maybe not. But that just, when you said it, I don't it, know I'm how like, they do yeah. it. Yeah, I guess we could watch it and tell you, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the face feeling scene, though, yeah, I'd be curious, because it's, like, it's definitely, you know, high-tech and whatever right. for the Right, you could time, do it, like, way more realistically but, now, yeah. but there's just what something should, about the, yeah. yeah, the way it looks in the movie that's kind of like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is, like, this is a fun old movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it holds up enough where they go back and forth. Like, I think they did a really good job of making a lot of things timeless. Right. Given that right. so many, like any, of any Particularly the dog's name. Affects. Which everybody yeah, still E-Buzz. gets that reference. <laughs> Eva. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, that, like, even though it's a little dated, the jump cuts, like, back and forth made it mm-hmm. a little less um, distractingly old. You know what I mean? Right, so. right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. I really mm-hmm. like the scene. I guess it's somewhat later where uh, Craig T. Nelson's boss comes over because yeah. he's been calling out sick yeah. and he thinks that he's yeah. like got some side work and he's going to lose his yeah. best salesman and he takes yeah. him out for a walk or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they talk about moving the cemetery to do like the next phase of the development. And like that is a thing that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Like cemeteries getting yeah. moved. And yeah. And yeah. and also developers that like don't actually do the work if if there's not enough regular you know like if mm-hmm. you don't have strong enough laws to require like or to enable oversight to like make sure they're actually doing it and to go out and monitor it while they're removing the bodies like mm-hmm. they won't like do it yeah so like this is a very real thing um, yeah but just never Oof. never move the cemetery guys don't do it no um, build around it or yeah. don't I mean. Ugh. I don't know. Find a plot of land that doesn't have a cemetery on it. Yeah. yeah. Pro tip for developers. Hey, free advice, guys. Um, I can't imagine if you've seen this movie and you're a developer now and you're like, let's just move the cemetery. (laughs) It's all I would think about. Me too. Um, Of course. I don't know how it hasn't been for people. Um, You know, that scene with with his boss, I think had the funniest moment with uh, like when the boss comes in and he tries to like distract him from seeing the piano move around. Right. That made me, that made me laugh out loud. That was was pretty, pretty good. Classic coach, you know? Yeah. Coach. Classic Craig T in his timing. Speaking of, of things that made me laugh. um, Mm -hmm. I think for me, the, maybe the funniest thing in the movie, and this is jumping ahead a little bit, but you know, so if there's something you want to talk about in between, these two Go points. for it. So, so Zelda Rubenstein's character Tangina shows up, which loved yeah, her. Yeah, loved Tangina, picket fences. Because I, I kept reading it. Tangina. I think it's Tangina. Yeah. Um, Tangina. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she shows up. She's great. She's just. Oh God. She's so like weird, tailor so great. made yeah. for this movie. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine how you replace that character in a remake. But right. Anyway. Ooh, um, yeah. 
why would you even try? Uh, so right. she comes and and she gives a really great explanation of the beast and like that which which we talked about before. Like it's loved to her, loved it's that just monologue. a child. And, yeah, so I mean, good. so yeah, good, so good. If, yeah, uh, maybe I'll drop it in here. I don't know. Um, but anyway, then so they they have this plan. They found out uh, where stuff can come out of the other side. So like they know that the door in is in the closet upstairs stuff comes out through the living room ceiling and they kind of map it out and they test it. They throw a tennis ball through, they do this stuff. So they come up with a plan to send someone through on a rope to try to get Caroline Mm -hmm. out. And Tangina is going to do it and they're getting ready to do it. And Krang T Nelson is holding the rope (laughs) and, uh, Mm -hmm. and Tangina is about to go in and the mom is like, no, she's not going to come to you. Like she's already scared. Like you're this, you know strange ass woman yeah like like, uh, she's not gonna (laughs) respond to you like it needs to be me and so zelda rubenstein turns her and she's like you never done this before and the mom is like neither have you and there's this little beat like just Uh the timing is perfect and she's like you're right you go (laughs) like it just is like (laughs) it's great great. man it is i totally forgot about because it's such a high tension so moment and yeah. like it's it's just all you yeah. need and the, but the it timing doesn't is perfect tra- it doesn't like shove it into scary movie territory or right. anything it's right. like it which by the way scary movie 2 is still one of the funniest fucking movies oh does that parody poltergeist no no Uh-oh. it parodies like uh like haunting on hill house or something and okay. i'm sure I know the it first doesn't one hold was up like in a lot of ways scream but... adjacent but i i don't know which ones i, I don't I mean, think i've seen any of them all the way through but i've seen parts oof. of them yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're pretty offensive yeah, in some ways, out. but funny. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't anyway. age well, but yeah, there's probably some <laughs> yeah, funny parts. Probably, yeah. If you um, like horror but, movies, I'm sure it's it's hard yes. not to enjoy them. For sure, for sure. And the but this part, like, I loved that balance pulled with this, mm. or these funny, like, very realistic moments where that, yeah, she would be like, yeah, <laughs> you go for it. Sounds good. I also loved in that they did a lot in that scene. Because that was funny, and then the part where the parents kiss was very like high romance, hubba, hubba, yeah. cinematic. It was beautiful. The original was, like, uh, "Never Let it. Go" in cinema. You know, everybody yeah. gets, talks about that as a quote from Titanic, but it's actually from Poltergeist. So that's let you, right. Let your friends know this holiday season. Yeah, uh, actually, <laughs> yeah, just let them. Coach. Yeah. It was all about Coach and the beautiful woman, and yeah, I, no, I loved it. It was like, oh, I was swept away. It was really shipping that romance, you know, yeah. the whole time. So they get it. Beautiful. They get her out. And mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. uh, it's been like right when they get her out and they're packing boxes, it's been like right around the 90 minute mark. So you're thinking, all right, mm-hmm. wrapping up. Nah, dude. Yeah. There's like 25 minutes left. Which, okay, Boom. Daniel. So how the fuck would they spend any more time in that house? Well, I mean, they immediately are packing up a moving van. I, I know, but they're like, right. Oh, it could hire movers. Until he gets back. He and does he, he does well as a as a professional, so they probably have money. They could just pay some people to go move their stuff. <laughs> well, if they're going to the Holiday Inn, why doesn't he just meet them at the Holiday Inn? Why does he have to come back and pick them up? And right. The holiday? Yeah, I, I mean, would they might have. They probably only there. have one car, so That's I get true. it. But like, yeah, he didn't come home until Taxi after. Cabs, get a ride from friends. A, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I just I was like, and she took a bath. Like I would have been like, unplug the TV, lay in the so bed I wanna, with like. I want to talk about that. And then I also want to talk about just really quickly because it's one of the most famous lines in the movie, probably top yeah. two when uh-huh. Zelda Rubin's scene. So they, I don't really remember what happens, but there's a scary skeleton that comes out. And then when they pull mm-hmm. her out, somehow it seems as if the portal has closed and Zelda Rubenstein's character says, this house is clean. 
yeah. um, which is something I say a lot as a, as a sort of reference, <laughs> nice. and it isn't true when I say it either. Um, <laughs> but sure. so so they think it's been resolved, which I guess is why they stay there. It still doesn't make sense because I, you know, yeah. whatever, man. Like, if if oh. I see a mouse in my house and then I hire an exterminator, uh, I'm still creeped out about the mice for a while yep. later. Uh-huh. And this is yep. much worse. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, woman starting bath alone in a scary movie should maybe I mean, become one of yeah, our tropes. Because I think that's right. It I think happens that's right. somewhat regularly, I think, in uh-huh. suspenseful, scary ghost movies, slasher movies, and it never mm-hmm. ends well. <laughs> so, like, no. um, I don't know. Yeah. Just throwing it out there for the fans. Yeah. Um, well, I thought it was funny, too, how, like, the mom like the teenagers going on a date and she's like, are you going to do anything about this gray hair? And she goes to get hair dye that day. <laughs> you <laughs> know, nagged right by your daughter. Gonna, like, yeah, right. You feel, feel all bad. Um, yeah. I, I thought that was funny. Did you notice the, the daughter saying like, Oh, oh I know holiday that holiday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn, it was, it was a different time. It was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> this is funny, right? Um, yeah, it yeah. was funny. And you know, it's like, I know we'll get into some of the, the poltergeist um lore yeah but yeah. oh man that's another reason why this movie is so heartbreaking like yeah. yeah all the actors are so good that young woman oh man yeah anyway we could talk about that but she was great um so great. so it goes pretty quickly from the calm bath to like that fucking clown scene which is maybe uh, one of the most yeah. famous scenes in this movie yeah. and most often like referenced and parodied and mm-hmm. it holds up really well um yep yeah it does uh that's scary as hell and that's going mm-hmm. on and then i guess at that point diane the mom is like back in her room and that scene i think is really cool and it's another one of these examples of like practical effects from the 80s holding up mm-hmm. really really well and probably being the way that if you want it done right now, you still do it. Um, mm-hmm. That bedroom scene where she's oh like uh, going God. up the wall and yeah. on the ceiling. Oh, my God. They uh-huh. shot it with a stationary camera filming into a rotating set on like a big arm, like a crane Whoa, arm. Whoa, um, cool. Yeah, very cool. So she had to like time her roles really well to not just get like thrown around and hurt really yeah. badly. Um, so hopefully she got some uh, extra pay for that because um, yeah. actors are supposed to get paid extra for you know, doing their own dangerous stunt work. Um, and then, you know, that rapidly goes to like, I don't know if like they get her again, but she's, so she's rushing. Um, she, she like ends up outside. It all happens very quickly. It's very frenetic. The editing is quick. It's kind of hard to tell what's going on. But so Mm -hmm. Diane ends up out in the pool Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the pool that's being dug, so it's just a mud pit, and it's storming outside Oof. again. The skeletons yeah. start coming up, which fucked Oof. me up as a kid because one yeah. of the pools that we used to go to as a kid is mm-hmm. literally shares a property line with a huge cemetery next to it. Oh, no, no, no. So, no, like, no, every no, time no, I was no, in that no. pool, I would oh, think that God. I was going to, like, step on a skeleton or one was going to oh. float up. Um, <laughs> another yeah. behind the scenes weird thing is that, and it seems like nobody can confirm this, so take it with a grain of salt. They say that the skeletons used in the pool scene and then it, subsequently when they started coming up through the floor of the house were mm. real skeletons, like not not man. Yes, props. I've read that, too. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I guess all skeletons are oh, man-made gross. in a way, because like people have to bone to make a baby, which has a skeleton oh. in it and grows into an adult so you, skeleton. Yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean. Playing like, God a little. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so so she's out in the pool. It's storming. Skeletons are coming up. It's very scary. Oof. Meanwhile, yeah. this thing that they call the hell mouth is opening up. It's like an, an even worse portal to the other side in the bedroom mm-hmm. closet again. Which, by the way, the design of that clearly, clearly, clearly didn't think about this before. But watching it now, I'm like, oh, that's very much like Stranger Things, like how they get into the Mm. upside down, like the sort of like tendrily, like gooey opening Mm -hmm. to like, um, like clearly very big influence on that design, I would say. Um, Yeah, I think that's right. That opens up in the room. They're trying to suck her back in. Mm -hmm. And then the mom makes her way back into the house after the, the like dummy neighbors like pull her out. Yeah. And um, so she's there's that great shot where they do the dolly zoom of her at the end of the hallway. And, yes. it, you know, it looks yeah. like the hallway is extending because they're you're moving the camera back, but turning the mm-hmm. zoom lens in. And cool. it's just I yeah. love that. They do that in The Shining, mm-hmm. I think, at least once. And it's just it's really disorienting and effective. And it's just a perfect, perfect use of that. Um, mm-hmm. And like so she's running around trying to save the kids and for some reason Craig T. Nelson's boss is there again all of a sudden and he gets home (laughs) and then his boss is there and Craig T. Nelson like the the skeletons are shooting out of the ground at this point Mm -hmm. and that's one of my favorite I think like clips like audio to pull and I'll try to drop it in here where he screams at his boss about not moving the bodies like you move that the stones but you didn't move the bodies and like he does this like crazy just like scream after that like guttural like non uh like non-verbal scream like uh-huh. and it's just so good <laughs> mm-hmm. and like intense and like mm-hmm. son of a bitch you moved the cemetery but you left the bodies didn't you the son of a bitch you left the bodies and you only moved the headstones you only moved the headstones and so this all like happens very quickly like everything comes to this very like intense kind of second climax and at some Mm -hmm. point diana's upstairs and she's trying to get into the room um Mm -hmm. and i don't remember how she ever does like i I just watched it last night showed it yeah Yeah, because like they get the kids out and everybody gets Mm -hmm. in the car and the house implodes into another dimension or whatever Mm -hmm. which is cool looking and i still think that's like a really neat thing and i I loved it when they did it on the simpsons like first treehouse of horror Um, (laughs) yeah but but so uh the the beast like comes out and shows itself again for the i guess the second Mm -hmm. time in the movie and the first time it's like a kind of scary skeleton head and the Mm -hmm. second time it's like a skeleton head that's much more kind of angular and distorted and Mm -hmm. it has like kind of weird spider legs or something i fucking love that design like that is still one of my favorite like movie monster ghoul designs Mm -hmm. of all time like really impacted me as a kid like kind of reminds me in this weird indirect way of the illustrations from the scary stories books in this sort of Mm -hmm. sinewy like it has hard you know like and it's there's a very angular thing to it but it also has this sort of like sinewy organicness Mm -hmm. to it um Mm -hmm. that they did really well in the in the design of this movie like the the supernatural bits and I don't yeah. know. It's very, it's scary as hell, but it, like, it's also really mm-hmm. cool. And it's like, yeah, that's probably what that would look like. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. I love that. Yeah. Thing. All that was to just talk about that. I really like that design. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I think um, those, even now, like the design like that, that's a little less um, 
Like, it's scary in a very specific way. Yeah. That it isn't over the top. Sure. You know, like, there's a look to it that's very scary in its simplicity, I guess. Not that it wasn't, like, thoughtfully designed, just that it isn't, like... I think people tend to do too much now with effects, you know? Right, right. Um, yeah, instead of just keeping it simple. Like, I think one of the scariest images now is... Um, the like makeup design for the nun have you seen the conjuring 2 uh no but i like i feel like that that imagery from it was in the trailer mm-hmm. where she turns around yeah. and sees the nun so i've seen that yeah yeah and then i've heard of it's like, like the jump scare yeah. thing that they did to market the nun movie yeah which so i kind of know what mean. it looks like yeah. yeah well and there's there's a there's a scene from the conjuring 2 which is worth seeing the movie for cuz it's it's all like I don't know how they did it, and I should, you know, look it up before I say it was all practical. But I think it was, or like sure. so much about yeah, it. It's, it's a just lot of just woman. like makeup and lighting. You makeup, know? Yeah. yeah, and it's it's crazy, but it's it's again like a pretty simple, a simple and well thought out look. But it's one of the scariest things I've seen sure. in a really long time. So yeah, 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 yeah. Poltergeist, man, it uh, it holds up in a lot of ways, even if the effects are. From the 80s, it's like... I think the, stuff like the that... The basic scares are really good. Yeah. yeah. And I think stuff mm-hmm. like that nun, too, I was just sort of thinking. Um, I feel like that maybe... I don't know. There are a lot of you know filmmakers and, and people in the sort of adjacent... You know, the movie-making business and you know character design, set design, the concept art and all that stuff, the mm-hmm. production designers that are like our age, you know, like thirties mm. and whatever mm-hmm. grew up on a lot of the same stuff we did. And I mm-hmm. feel like a, th- that, that nun, like, I don't know, it, it isn't, I'm not trying to say that like, it's just a straight up rip off of it, but I feel like those scary stories illustrations by, um, I mean, he influenced so many people. Steven. Yeah. Alvin Schwartz was the mm. author mm-hmm. slash. Yeah. And Stephen Gamel was the, the illustrator. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I really think, you know, there's the one, I don't know, there's one particular one, and it's like a, the, the face of the, I can't remember the name of it right now, but I can vividly picture the face of, like, it's a woman, but it's like a corpse, and, like, she has no eyes, and, like, everything, and it kind of, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, like no, the runniness of, like, mm-hmm. the yeah. ink that he would use and kind of let it drip mm-hmm. and smear, and, like, the eye, mm-hmm. the eyes on that remind me of the eyes on this nun yeah. uh, entity. Oof, yeah. Anyway. Are they, are they making that documentary about the... They're the writer. supposed I mean, to be heard doing something with it, years. and then I thought, I thought like maybe there was like a Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo uh, de Toro. Uh, uh-huh. Still said it wrong. Um, like he was adapting it into like oh. a movie or something where okay. it would just be like okay. vignettes or whatever, mm-hmm. kind of like uh, that XX movie that we watched. Uh, oh, you know, like yeah. it's just a bunch Oof, of shorts yeah. or something. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. We should yeah. look into it. We can talk about yeah. that in the beginning of our yeah. next app. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, well, I think we should talk a little bit about the um, the lore associated yeah, yeah, for the sure. curse, the poltergeist curse, which it turns out is really just about the two actors, right? There wasn't Ooh. more. There were actually four, I think, total. Um, oh, God. Okay. Never mind. But, but actually, I guess only two that were in the first movie. So it's like this oh. idea that the whole franchise was cursed because um, mm-hmm. two of the actors were in part two, I think, um, which, you know whatever um but i guess most famously is is heather o'rourke the girl who plays carol ann um who 
she died before the third movie came out. She's in it. Mm-hmm. Her part was all filmed before before she died. And she died when she was 12, which is hard to believe because she's, just, she's yeah. just so young in the first two. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had uh, um, like a bowel obstruction and then went, like, went into toxic shock, I guess, back. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is terrible. And, then, and that caused her to die. Uh, and... And so people like attribute that to a curse from from this movie and the subject matter and sort of bringing bring ill spirits onto the people who were involved in it. But it's really well, yeah, it's like two four people and and the two people that died from the sequel. One of them is the guy that plays the preacher Kane, who is the beast in the sequel. They like tie mm, it back to mm-hmm. the and he's like an older guy. And he when he filmed the movie, he was actively like knew that he was had terminal like colon cancer or something he was older Mm, and he mm -hmm. had terminal cancer so he died shortly i think maybe before the movie came out or shortly thereafter and it's Mm. like that's not a curse i mean like he was like he knew he was dying like yeah yeah well before he signed on for the part so you know well because the other one the -hmm. other one from the first movie was the older daughter who was strangled yeah dominique dunn who was strangled by her ex-boyfriend is the one of the worst. It's really, really a horrible story. Yeah. And that happened right after the movie came out. Right. So she was like 20 or 22, 22. really young. Yeah. Yeah. And her father, you've probably, our listener has probably read his articles, like in Vanity Fair and stuff. I think he died recently too, but he was like known for showing up at trials and being sort of deeply involved in. Um, the judicial system after that happened because her family, from what I read anyway, fought really hard to. Well, yeah, because the. Um, keep, but her, like her boyfriend, when yeah. he. Um, he got like no. Sorry. He got like. Yeah. He, he yeah, got sentenced he, to six He pled to voluntary manslaughter or something. And there was, it was just some weird, like, you know, loophole or like some weird glitch about how everything. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, so so he got unfolded. sentenced to. Oh God, I read it last night. I think he got six years, which is a very short yeah, time for nothing. Murder. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then yeah. he only served like, I don't know, it was something like eighteen mm-hmm. months, maybe or less than mm-hmm. a year. I mean, it was pretty fucking it was ridiculous. Crazy. They just like let him out really yeah. early, and like mm-hmm. it's been controversial ever since. That like, mm-hmm. you know, like. He, he murdered her because she wanted to break up with him. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I right. mean? Like, the, it, it was mm-hmm. a very intentional, like, he didn't accidentally kill her, uh, mm-hmm. y- you know, and like. Yeah. It, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that it was it was one of those stories. It's really, really terrible, but went a long way to expose what kind of. Um, yeah, like uh, intimate partner violence and all of those uh stories you hear a lot about and haven't stopped and you know um but that one yeah the the first two deaths were like particularly tragic because of the the violence but then also the like really odd um oh she death of the, served the child. three and a half years i guess i should Oof, correct that yeah. but even still and i think i think it short. happened too like because it happened right after the movie came out it mm-hmm. happened maybe a year or two after Rebecca Schaefer got shot by a fan. Do you remember that? It was like these two really young women who were like pretty um, on the up actresses, actors, and this other woman, Rebecca Schaefer, had been 
murdered by a crazed fan who like found her address and shot her when she opened the door. And then Dominique Den. Oh, that happened later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. I don't know why I had them associated so closely together, but um, yeah, just horrible stories. But yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that there were more from the second movie too. Um, but yeah, just terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, again, it's kind of like, yeah, it doesn't really, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not a curse, right? Because right. <laughs> curses aren't probably real. I but, like spooky um, stuff probably more than most people, and I still think too. that's kind of a stretch. Me too. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's just that it is odd. Odd connections. Yeah, it's, to me, it's kind of like, what's frustrating about calling it a curse is it's like, yeah, it's it trivializes of, right, what happened to the these people, people you know. Um, yeah, yeah, which is like it isn't like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, we hear it, ghoul it talk feels... are better than that. <laughs> oh, uh, sure, we're yeah. Not gonna, we... <laughs> we're not going to be a part of it, and we're here to That's debunk right. that nonsense. And we're here to talk about the real spooky stuff that does matter. Exactly. That's uh, right, according to us. Right. Yeah. Right on. Which I mean, yeah. if we're not the authority, whom is whom stays? You got that right. Um, so right. Should we get into the well, tropes? Yeah, let's do it. Close tropes, this bad boy yes. up. Stitch it up. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, hour one into hour three. We might as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrap it up. Mm-hmm. You've commuted home. Uh, you commuted to work. You commuted home. Now you're commuting back <laughs> yeah. to work the second day. And you're, you're on gonna your finally hear what we think. To... <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, animals is a bellwether. One hundred percent. Uh, E-Buzz, baby. Yeah, right? E-Buzz barked at that staticky TV within the first three uh-huh. minutes. He knows what's up. He later barks and, at the spot on the wall where the ghosts uh-huh. fly into. Uh, and he did that the really graceful, like, on his hind legs, paws up. Mm-hmm. Kind of... Um, good boy. Salutation, yeah. That mm-hmm. good boy, E-Buzz. And poor Tweety, the bird, dies within the first oh, eight minutes. Oh, I know. Minutes, which, which by time. the way, real fast, she was going to flush an entire bird body. <laughs> Look, you I know, those so, modern man. homes in the 80s had really nice wide I... PVC pipes. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> I guess you don't have oh the buildup of stuff in them yet. So you can. Yeah. You, if you buy a new house, new construction, you can you flush, can a, flush bird. a whole you bird. Flush a bird. That's yeah. true. Sure. Sure. OK. Flush a turd, yeah. flush a bird. That's what they, that's how they <laughs> sell them. That's um, exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good call. Haunted object. I mm-hmm. sort of sort yeah. of. I mean, the TV was kind of haunted in a sense to lure Carol Ann into having a True. discussion with these ghost yeah. people. The yeah, tree was something yes. haunted. I don't something. know. But I is it a haunting right. or is it just like being manipulated by a ghost? Like, I, I don't know. But isn't it, isn't that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like a half I don't know a if we draw point, a line maybe. before. Mm-hmm. The clown seemed kind of sentient. Um, but is that yes. a haunted object or is it, or is it a, um, more like a possession, you know, like a possession of an inanimate mm-hmm. object. I don't know I if think, there's a difference. <laughs> I think we could simplify it and say yes. Send us an email. Tweet at us, mm-hmm. guys. Sure. Can yeah. a... Love to, love what's to the hear difference between a haunted object and a possessed object? Can an object mm. be possessed or does possession only <laughs> uh, apply <laughs> yeah. to sentient uh-huh. beings? Right. I don't know. Right. Ghost that follows you. I mean, yeah, right? In theory, because they say that the poltergeists haunt people and not places mm. but the movie does kind of end once they leave the house so yeah we don't but really see it because there's a franchise right it does get it carried does. forward in the okay. sequels yeah all right so uh, that's a, a, a yes sort of okay reappearance okay. of objects that clown mm. is in it a lot yeah know? yeah but, but does he ever like, disappear i don't know 
I could, yeah, that's we could true. give it a yes. I don't know. Well, maybe. I'll do whatever you want, man. Yeah. Just please things don't coming out of them. <laughs> uh, things coming out of the mouth. I, I said I no, but the the face peels. Yeah, it's adjacent like it's like to that. adjacent. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creepy crawlies. Oh no. Yeah. Maggots in the steak. Oh yeah. And the, you know, yeah, you're right. That's creepy crawlies. <gasps> Daniel, do you want to hear something so gross? This is connected. Sure. <laughs> I saw a maggot on Ugh. the CTA Ugh. on the train on a seat. It was what was it? So doing? gross. It was just Hanging sitting out. there. It was like, you know, the seats that face each other on the CTA, which mm-hmm. I mean, but like the way the CTA train is organized, they're the ones that face each other um, in the front part. And there was like a woman who, who had just sat down, who got up at the next stop. So it wasn't her. It didn't fall out of her hair or something, but it was on the little top of the ledge on mm-hmm. those seats. It was so gross. It was like the grossest thing I've ever seen in the CTA. And, you know, there are mice and all that kind of shit all around. But that maggot was next level. Cool. I was like, was it born on the train? <laughs> right. Or did it fall, fall out of somebody? off someone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Maggot. Someone yeah, weekended burnizing someone? Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. <laughs> gross. Evil social worker? No. No. Red herring um, bad guy? Not at all. Not nope. at all. Which I appreciated. I liked that. Uh, uh, jump yeah. scare? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Clown scene? Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, and the chairs, man. Woo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, lighter cameras to fend off? No. Um, City, count, country. I mean, it's it's a suburbs movie, so it's even worse. But I guess Ooh, technically yeah. it doesn't have that sort of dichotomy of like, Hey, what are you doing here, city boy? This ghost gonna get you. You know, like that sort of like, you wow. don't know what it's really like out here. You know, we know how to Daniel. deal with it. You know what I mean? Like there's that sort that of like be, trophy. That might be the best voice. I've never heard that one from you. That's good. Oh, you good. got them slickers. You don't know about these ghosts Oh, my God. Um, out here looking for Curly's no. gold. I do really like the suburban trope, though. Yeah. Because that's... it's one of... I love that about this, and I yeah, think it's the you know, best thing about Paranormal Activity was that God, it was set. Should we like, add that as like a as like a part yeah. of trope number eleven, or does it become its own trope? I think it's a city. It's well, just yeah, part of that whole right. thing. city boy thing is different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like no. suburbs where everything seems idyllic, but then it's not. That's yeah. like a real Spielberg yeah. <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm throwing um, it on there. Yeah. Do it. Yes. Suburbs with a dark secret great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um should we add women taking baths alone <laughs> yeah i did okay. it's okay. on my cool. list now. cool cool yep. cool uh-huh uh, uh old old movie watching that doesn't happen no so, right? which is a shame because i feel like that could have been a cool thing mm-hmm. to show yeah. the old movie although i feel like the american flag with the star spangled banner thing almost qualifies mm. because that's so dated today that like probably a lot of our listeners would not understand what that's about um, True. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know when that stopped happening. But like, anyway. I don't know either. Because uh, when I was a kid, I either sneaks up on never you, yeah. noticed it, or it was done by the time I was paying attention to TV. You know? I mean, I remember seeing like the colored bars thing that would come mm-hmm. up at the end of like, you know, the day, whatever the TV yeah. day was. Um, right. But yeah, I don't yeah. Know. It sneaks up. Hmm. On you. Life sneaks up yeah. on you guys. True. True. Um, uh. I had Family Cabin, too. Was no. that one that was added to yours? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Which, no. Nope. 
No family cabin. So we've got, uh, what do we got, like six and maybe a couple of halves in there or something? Mm -hmm, seven. Mm -hmm. Well, seven with the two new ones. Um, I yeah. think my account was five before. Mm. So that's pretty good out of 15. That's a solid mm -hmm. half of them ticked mm -hmm. off. Yeah. But I got to say, I'm not going to like give this movie like a 50% because it's seven out of 15. This is oh. a a plus 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 this is an a plus plus and the tropes thing is really like what you really wouldn't want a movie to have all 15 mm. it's just something to remark that upon. would be because ridiculous if it, like if you had all 15 you're getting into scary movie territory right? what are you like, doing here just... city boy well i'm gonna move to the <laughs> suburbs that seem idyllic but uh <laughs> and then i'm no. gonna take a bath alone yeah <laughs> nah yeah um, we should we should write that movie though uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be great. No, this Solid. is, I mean, if you're somehow listening to this and you have not seen this movie, please do. I mean, it, yeah. it's just, it's really good. Um, mm -hmm. And it's not, I mean, it is scary, but it's also like, I think because it's a little older, if you're mm -hmm. the kind of person like me who's like almost too afraid to watch a scary movie, like, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can do it, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be too bad. Um, I think that's right. Yeah, I think there were there's a, couple... a little something for everyone here. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. Um, yeah, it's a it's a good classic, but it's not like it's not like you'll feel like you did when Daniel was eight, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's not gonna it's yeah. not gonna scare you that way. There are some classics that I think still would, but that one now it's just it was an enjoyable movie. I think for other reasons, but yeah, I loved it. Um, what a way to start it off. Yeah, this is great. This is a real banger of a, mm -hmm. of a season opener for us. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, keep coming back because we're going to try to do uh, at least once a week leading up to Halloween and uh, maybe a sorry, got jammed up there. Bonus episode. Should we tell them what the bonus is going to be or should we wait and have it be a little bit of a surprise? I feel like we should give some heads up so people can find it to watch. Maybe we can tweet out a link to it if it's still up somewhere. Yeah, let's uh, keep it keep it a secret for now. Time. Okay, okay, uh -huh. okay, okay, yeah. Because maybe that'll be like when we get into October. That's you know how we what hook I mean? them. That's how we hook yeah. them. Come uh -huh. back halfway, if you want to find halfway out. Halfway mark. Yeah, mm -hmm. gotta watch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah come on back, suckers. <laughs> um, <laughs> if the apples and the tea don't bring you back, then this yeah. bonus episode of uh, obscure. <laughs> and guys, let's start a Twitter Halloween poll. Treat. Use hashtag uh, talking tea. <laughs> uh, or tea freak. I don't know which one they should use. It's talking tea. It's apple freak. Apple Come freak. On. You're right. Come You're right. On. You know, use those hashtags. We'll see which one people like more. Uh, probably going to get none of either. Uh, <laughs> PG tips or Yorkshire gold. Is that what you're going to say? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I meant uh -huh. like of the two segments. Like, do people like talking tea or do oh, they like oh. apple tips for the fall? I don't know. They probably like both. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I mean, yeah, right. We spend people love us talking about inane bullshit. <laughs> no, um, what's better is just like, setting you off here, letting you rip all about apples. It's uh, or tea. I like I like both, frankly. Yeah. How could I choose? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, cool. Cool. Well, this is fun. I'm really getting geeked, getting hyped. Yeah, Can't we wait. would tell you what movie we're doing next week, but I don't think we know yet, so it'll be a surprise for all of us. We don't know yet, but, um, we but you'll could see tweet it in the episode it. title, so you can always watch it. You know, if you got a couple hours before <laughs> yeah. you listen to the episode. Oh no, uh, these people like it hot off press. You know, mm, yeah, like this, like this content hot off the press. But we'll like do a, a better like job the in the future. Like parents and poltergeist. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, oh. Oof, I wish. Oh uh. boy. 
I want that outfit that she had, that beautiful white outfit with like the silk belt. It was almost like, I don't know. Now I can't remember it. Oh my God. It was gorgeous. For me, it's all about the iconic oversized football jersey t-shirt, you know? Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. With her underwear, which like the only thing I didn't like about that. I mean, creepy ghosts. Yeah. The the pervy ghosts. Hey guys, when they pulled her shirt up, like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. But that's like a trope too. Yeah. Kind of. Sexual assault. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to think of other. Obviously, Ghostbusters comes to mind Mm -hmm. with, but which Ray was into it, so I guess that's a different thing. But like, Mm -hmm. just the idea of like ghosts being like sexually active. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Either as Mm -hmm. a uh, Mm -hmm. non-consensual thing or the other, I feel like it's probably maybe rare enough that you could lump them both in together, even though they're obviously very different things. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, well, we can talk about adding that as a trope if it comes up again. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We'll see if it hits. Um, Okay. Okay. Great. Love it. Happy Halloween. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Watch our Twitter. Maybe once we record the next episode, we can give a heads up what the movie's Mm going to be. That's right. Yeah, we'll uh, do that. We did it for the last time. We'll definitely give you a little little hint cool what's coming up yeah well Lindsay, it's great talking to you again we haven't spoken in months i know we have uh, not talked since but... the last time because of that big fight we had yeah and i'm glad we're friends again i mean i'm not but I, okay. i'm glad we well, got the podcast money coming okay. in again yeah, all those yorkshire right. tea advertising dollars <laughs> i'm gonna bleep that's it out right. every time you said pg tips now so thanks mm. for the extra work. just cover it with yorkshire tea yorkshire tea even. i love yorkshire tea <laughs> exactly yeah Cool. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>